So I go from feeling like the man, the man. to everybody in the stadiums seeing my flapping fingers. Got you. Okay. So, you know, after the game, people was like, man, you guys rock. Y'all were awesome. Only thing I could think about again was cooties, special, everybody's talking about me. And so I went home that night, had my uniform on, I was sitting on the side of the tub, and I'm thinking like, man, I got to do something with these flapping fingers. So I went and grabbed some scissors, I grabbed a needle and thread, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to cut these marching band flapping fingers off. Mr. Simmons. Yes, sir. All right, so talk to me, man. We always want to know, first and foremost, Mm -hmm. in life, we all have challenges. Yep. Arguably, and I say arguably because, (laughs) man, we all have a lot of challenges. People like to believe we haven't been through anything, but we have a lot of challenges. Right. Arguably, what was the number one thing in life you've had to overcome? But here's the best part. How did you overcome it? For me, the number one thing I had to overcome was being concerned with what other people thought about me. And I think I think that was because of I was always growing up with my cool birth defect. Okay. I was always wondering if people noticed it. Gotcha. And so that triggered through life and just with everything I started doing, people concerned or people seeing what I call my mess. Gotcha. Okay. Now the best part. Mm-hmm. So basically there was an insecurity. Mm-hmm. Everybody can relate to that. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just that yours is probably a little more pronounced. Mm-hmm. How'd you overcome it? Just realizing um, this is all that I have, realizing that, you know, when I look at it and count my blessings, I realize that this never stopped me. Mm. You know, I, there was this girl, her name was Keisha, and Keisha told me I had the cooties in the fifth grade. Wow. And, uh, you know, that one little statement in elementary school, it sort of triggered through all of my relationships. Mm. So when I meet somebody, it's like, well, you know, he got the cooties. That, is that what you're saying to yourself? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yep. And even when I played baseball, played baseball early on, I was a good baseball player. One day my glove fell off, and the parents was like, oh, he's so special. Got you. So now. They're thinking that's a compliment. You didn't take it that way. Right. Got you. Because I was different than the other players. Got you. So now special and cooties is going through my mind, and, like, mindset work is so, so important. Got you. You know? And I realized uh, what you do in one thing, it can trigger over into everything. Yes. Now, what'd your parents do? Now, I know, man, first of all, <laughs> shout out to your parents. <laughs> I, I mean, very few families. I'm, I'm being honest, man. Mm-hmm. Very few families. When I see y'all kick it, mom is cool. Yep. Dad is crazy. Yep. Yep. Y'all just have a great time. Shout out to Mr. Mm-hmm. and Mrs. Simmons. How long have you been married? 50s, coming up on 52 years, 52 man. 52 years of marriage, man. Every time I see them, it's like day one. So yep. shout yep. out to them yep. for sure. But, Kansas, what did mom and dad do? What do mom and dad tell somebody that's dealing with those insecurities? You you got a funny story. I think your Mm -hmm. mom, when you were born, Mm -hmm. your mom, you did the voice and everything. Mm -hmm. How did Mm -hmm. they help you through it? So, I I think it's a blessing and a curse. Okay. Right? So, I think my mother overcompensated Mm. by putting me in multiple activities to show me that you can do whatever you want to do. Gotcha. Yep. So... I was always busy on the weekend, always busy after school, <laughs> right? Like, there was never any downtime. And I feel like my, what my mom was doing was, number one, you know, she used to always say something like, hey, if you're not busy doing something good, something bad will find you. Gotcha. So she kept me busy in schools, kept me busy with church, busy with the choir, busy with community activities. 
and I develop a life of just being busy. Gotcha. Okay. That's a good <laughs> As an <occurrence>. adult, <laughs> right? Do something. Right, do something. Right, right. And when I'm not doing something, I feel like something is wrong. Got you. Got you. Okay. So that's the curse? It's the bless- so the, the blessing is keeping busy. Got you. Got you. Keeping me busy. The <laughs> curse is feeling like if you're not busy, you're doing something wrong. Got you. Okay. What's the best, what's the best verbal uh, motivation or inspiration? Mm-hmm. Did you ever come home crying about the hand? Mm-hmm. Or what, what, what's the best thing they said to you mm-hmm. that kind of gave you a, you know what? She's right. He's right. So Anything in particular? Stories? Yeah. So I remember it was my very first game. You from ATL. Um, Southwest Cab over in Decatur. We were playing McNair High School. <laughs> and um, it was my junior year. I was a head drum major. Okay. It was a big game, big rivalry game. I remember I walked on the band field, had my whistle on, had my gold, had the hat on. I was like the man. <laughs> right? Drum major is right? always the man. Dig, brought the band on the field. And I had the baton in my hand, and I lifted my other hand. Now, you know marching bands wear white gloves. Right, right, right. So I lift the baton. I got the gloves on. And as I'm directing the band, Brian, I see my... The, the marching band gloves that didn't have fingers, right? they were flapping in the air. You didn't cut them. <laughs> I didn't cut them. Normally you cut them. I do now. All right, okay, gotcha. Okay. Back then I didn't. didn't I didn't them. tuck them. Okay. Cut them, tuck them, whatever. whatever. So they was flapping in the air. So I go from feeling like the man, the man. to everybody in the stadiums seeing my flapping fingers. Gotcha, okay. So, you know, after the game, people was like, man, you guys rock. Y'all were awesome. Only thing I could think about again was cooties, special, everybody's talking about me. And so I went home that night, had my uniform on, I was sitting on the side of the tub, and I'm thinking like, man, I gotta do something with these flapping fingers. So I went and grabbed some scissors, I grabbed a needle and thread, and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna cut these marching band flapping fingers off uh, to make some marching band mittens. You know, I don't know if people wear mittens. <laughs> right? So wait, so you could, we're cutting the glove. We're cutting what the, the, marching where the band, fingers would be. Where the fingers would be. Off the material. Right. Okay, okay. To make some marching band mittens. I got you. Right? <laughs> right? And so as I was doing that, you know, my mom walked into the bathroom. She was like, what, what you doing? I'm like, mom, I'm cutting my fingers off. She's like, what? Wait, that's wait, that's what I wanted to clear up. You was about to cut... The, just, just the marching band gloves. Oh, she thinking you cutting my, your fingers. She don't know what I'm doing. She okay, can see me okay, I got you. with some scissors. scissors <laughs> in your hand. Uh, right. I got you. Okay, I got you. I got you. Right, so she, she walks in like, boy, what are you doing? Right. I'm like, mom, I'm cutting off my flapping fingers. She's like, what? I'm cutting off my flapping fingers. She's like, what you talking about? Right. And I'm saying, mom, I'm cutting off my flapping fingers because everybody in the stands it's talking about me. Gotcha. At least that's what I thought oh, in my mind. Mentally, that's right. You know? And my mom said something to me, I'll never forget it. She said, son, quit looking at what you don't have and focus on what you do have. What you got. And that's the thing. Now, that was my junior year in high school. Okay. And that was one of those staple phrases that helped me get through college. That helped me get through grad school. That helped me, you know, get through NASA. That helped me get through and just do all the amazing things that I've done. And I feel like so many times, you know, we focus on what we don't have in life versus looking at what we do have. That's dope. 
That's dope. It's amazing what small things yep. somebody can say to you, even Keisha, mm-hmm. right, that can stick with you. <laughs> and then mom got to come on top and right. give you something else. So, mm-hmm. man, watch what we say to each other. You, mm-hmm. you can't take that stuff back. Here's the crazy thing. Like, when I started dating in high school, when I would meet a young lady, I would always see her as the Keisha. That one day she's going to bring it up? Or think that she don't like me because of my hands. Got you. I got you. I got you. Now, Keisha was the imprint. Right. right so, you. like, you from ATL. My favorite dating spot, Brian, <laughs> was Starlight Drive-In. Yes, Moreland <laughs> Avenue. I just went there last week. Come on, man. <laughs> right? Been open a long time. Starlight Drive-In. And so here's the crazy thing. Like, so, you know, when you're in a car, so if I'm in the driver's seat and, you know, a young lady's on this side, when you're driving with this right hand, she can see this on this side. So you're trying to keep it a secret? Trying to keep it a secret. Because, gotcha. you know, Brian, you just can't just be popping your insecurities on people. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's levels to and this. whip it out. I got you. You just can't whip it out on the first day. I got you. I got you. Right? But the crazy thing about it was that. Now, it, was, it, was, it was like therapy, you know. Meet women, you date women. And then you realize they're not even thinking about your fingers. Mm. They're looking at the person that you are. Gotcha. And that's why I said, for me, mentally, I'm always thinking what other people are thinking about me gotcha. because of this small mess. Gotcha. You know, and now today I'm able to turn this mess into my message. Into your message. Freeze, I know you're enjoying the webisode. We're going to get right back to it. I got to pay some bills. This segment has been sponsored by Monetize Your Message. Here's my belief. Why aren't you turning your trials and tribulations into celebrations? After 25 years of being on stages all over the world, I can show you how to formulate, market, and monetize your story and everything you've been through and help thousands of people. Do me a favor. Go to howtomonetizeyourmessage.com because your story belongs to you but your message belongs to the world. Now enjoy the remainder of the episode. Well, guess what, man? We got Cantus Simmons. This segment is sponsored by Monetize Your Message. That's too cool. Where we turn trials and tribulations in life into celebrations. We're going to celebrate your accomplishments, man. Yep, yep. We're going to turn that tribulation into a celebration. So if nothing else, remember, man, Monetize Your Message is sponsoring the first segment of this show, because when I tell you he's got a message, he got a serious message, man. Cantor Simmons. Now, Cantor, everybody got a little moniker, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the Jay-Z of... No, I'm just joking. <laughs> what is your moniker? Like, do you got a... Everybody got a little, a little middle name, Cantor's Blank Simmons. You got anything? What what, what, what what we call you? The professor? Sort of, kind of, but I'm... Mr. 7.25. 7.25. The, the coolest guy with 7.25 fingers. <laughs> okay, daddy. You know? I love it, man. I um, love it. That's and, enough for me. Yeah, I, I use that because I just, you know, this was a huge part of my life, Absolutely. huge part of growing up. And so now as I teach, I always teach things in 7.25 steps. The framework. Yeah, I, I'm going to just give you all that I have. I can't give you 10. Right. So I'm just give you 7.25. So dope how you turn that around, man. Mm-hmm. Well, that brings me to my first question because you just sprung by this like it was nothing. <laughs> you mentioned NASA. Mm-hmm. When I first met you, man, I kept hearing the word rocket scientist mm-hmm. attached to your name. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know a lot of times in marketing, we kind of, mm-hmm. hey, you got, obviously you got more education mm-hmm. than most people, mm-hmm. way more than mm-hmm. me. 
You got your undergrad, you got your master's? Yep. Where'd, where'd you go to, uh, went to Southwest Cap High? Where'd you go to college? The great Norfolk State University. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, bro. <laughs> okay. I just put it on by the day. I was just like, today, hey, represent Why Norfolk not? State University. Master's? Yep, at Lehigh University. Okay. And you mentioned NASA. Like, and, then Georgia, about, and Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech? Mm-hmm. Okay. Two masters. Masters. Two masters? Yep. You got two masters? Yeah, bro. I had a... I had an interesting situation, so okay. I was working on my PhD, and I didn't know that. Yeah, I was working on my PhD, and um, when I was at Lehigh University, my advisor he wanted to go on sabbatical, so we working on a whole research project. He's like, you know what, bro? I think I want to go to um, Los Alamos, uh, New Mexico. Okay. So you know he's working in academia. He's want to stop being a professor and being my research advisor to go do research at his national lab. Okay. So that caused me to stop the PhD program and get my first master's. Okay. Which was in what subject? At Lehigh University, polymer science and engineering. Polymer science and engineering. Polymers are the things that make up plastics, fibers, oh, wow. okay. rubber. It's like polymer, polymer means many mers. So we got a carbon chain. Okay. It's many carbon chains, like millions of carbon chains. Poly meaning more than, okay, gotcha. Polymer, yep. Okay, okay. Nope. So he wanted to go on sabbatical. I had the opportunity to do a few things. Change advisors, um, move to um, New Mexico to follow him, or complete my master's degree and move on somewhere else. Okay. So I decided to move on, come back to A, uh, and finish up what I thought my PhD at Georgia Tech. Gotcha. And so when I got in Georgia Tech, um, I started off working with NASA as an undergrad student. Okay. Right? And then when I became a grad student, I still had a partnership with NASA because of they were paying parts of my graduate um, stipend and graduate degree. Okay. And when I was at Georgia nice. Tech, um, rather than, I felt like at the time period, rather than my department was helping me to get my PhD. They were basically using me as a inexpensive <laughs> lab rat. Technician. Well, but it's almost like I'm doing work for NASA getting a graduate, I think I was making like $13,500 as a student. Okay. So it's like you a grad student, but you're doing research and solving problems for this major company. That's right. For them it was cheap labor. And basically, <laughs> That's basically, what we're basically okay. and at that time period, keep it um, real on the Yep, okay. at that time period, just be honest, man. You know, I got married, and I was like, you know what, bro, you can't, you know, you can't run no household making no thirteen thousand five, <laughs> not to a black woman. <laughs> got you. Not to a black woman. Right. And so I made a decision because um, I had like four more years, and I cut it at two, and went on to. Uh, fully be a full scientist really? yeah, working at, at NASA. Now, what, what, is a, what does a scientist at NASA do? What, not, I mean, many of them, what mm-hmm. did you do? Like, so, what, what kind of, what we, we hear NASA, we, we know we, you think Space Shuttle, okay. Huntsville. What was the name of the movie uh, with the black women? Um, oh, the, uh, yeah, that, um, uh, some figure, hidden figures. Hidden figures. Hidden figures. Hidden figures. All right, so imagine hidden figures. Imagine... A big laboratory, no windows. No windows. In the bottom of a building. Is that on purpose? For secrecy and 
No window? Y'all couldn't get a, a glimpse of the sun? In the lab, I was, there was no windows. I'm just trying to figure out how we go into, <laughs> how we go into outer space and we can't see. That's how I'm going to say. So let's set this up. Like, so you got the beautiful property here, right? Right. Imagine NASA being a beautiful property. There are huge buildings and different things going on in, in each department. Right, okay. They have labs. They got a lot of different scenarios. But where I was, I was working on materials for uh, aircraft, uh, military jets, oh, wow. materials for space shuttle, materials for a rocket. So we would be in the lab taking polymers, mini MERS, okay. and connecting it with carbon to make a, a polymer composite to work on our materials for space shuttle aircraft. Um, military gotcha. jets. Okay, gotcha. And then the, the idea was, all right, can we create the shuttle all out of one part? What type of materials would we need for that? Gotcha. Okay, see, now it's making sense. Yeah. And you you in on that. So, yeah. so instead of it being different components, it's one whole thing. So mm -hmm. when they go up there, ain't nothing coming apart, basically. That's part of it, gotcha. too. And then, you know, we always want to save money and make things faster cheaper better you know uh, better responses so the cool thing about working at nasa with the government they're always doing research like united states we want to be number one gotcha we want to beat everybody and uh so that was going on in the laboratory we have different that main project with materials and rockets i uh, was trying to get them to go faster reach certain destination be able to cut the manufacturing costs low gotcha. so it was a really cool process Okay, so one of the formats of the show, we start at the beginning, we talked about your insecurity, now we jump to the end real mm -hmm. quick, and then we're going to work the middle back. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's jump to the end. Mm -hmm. What are you doing now? Mm -hmm. What uh, can we offer the people, and can my audience get a little discount? Of course, of okay. course, of course. <laughs> okay, of so course. what are you doing now? Let's talk about, before I, before I get selfish mm -hmm. and let my audience know they get a little discount mm -hmm. on what you do, mm -hmm. what you do is invaluable. What kind of programs do you mm -hmm. have to help students? Because you've been in education. Yep. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. And you help parents help their children who mm -hmm. are students talk about the program and what you do. So in, in totality, Brian, I help the old version of me. Okay, that's dope. Right? So meaning, let's go, I was about to say Kid Capri, Kid Cantus, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. Raised up in a middle-class broke family, raised from Decatur, two parents, trying to figure out life, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Okay. Right? So today... I help students specifically in the area of science, technology, engineering, and math, and STEM. Damn. Yep. Gotta love STEM. So now I speak at schools, I speak at colleges, working with helping students learn STEM, love STEM, and live out STEM careers. Nice. And one of the things about being raised in a middle-class broke family, you know, middle-class broke family, we don't talk about money. Yep. We don't talk about what's right. been saved and stuff yep. like that. Yep. And I went through a little situation and... Um, lost a big scholarship and wasn't really sure if my mom and dad had saved up money. Mm -hmm. So now I have programs academically, how to study STEM, mm -hmm. and then a, a, a college funding program helping families come up with the strategies they need to be able to fund uh, the big college tuition bill. And all of my degrees were on scholarships, so I show parents how to pay that big um, college tuition bill on scholarships. So I got a now program now called Scholarship Secrets Revealed that your people can have. Scholarship Secrets Revealed. That alone is, a, that's worth the, we're going to have the links and everything mm -hmm. in, in, in mm -hmm. the uh, comments uh, in the sections. But let me ask you this, because I don't want to skit over this. And we don't have to talk about mm -hmm. it if you don't want to. You said I lost a scholarship. And, and the reason, if you want to share it, fine. <laughs> if not, fine. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't know. But mm -hmm. 
I want students watching to know mm-hmm. that look what you still accomplished. Mm-hmm. You would have thought losing that scholarship, that could have that devastated you. Yeah. The show is about turning tribulations into celebrations. Mm-hmm. So I want the students watching and the parents watching. The man lost a scholarship for whatever reason, but ended up Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. North Norfolk. Tech. Got mm-hmm. more scholarships, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So it's not the end of the world, man. Mm-hmm. Talk to the kids real quick about some of the things when you're trying to get a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Give, us, give us two or three pointers mm-hmm. on acquiring a scholarship and don't give up when you're trying to get scholarships. Yep. So ideally, remember I'm from Decatur. I was in the marching band. I wanted to go from Southwest DeKalb and march in Florida A&M. FAMU. FAMU. So I wanted to be that guy. Okay. So FAMU saw the stuff I was doing as a drum major and in the band and they offered me a full academic band scholarship. Okay. So I had one dream school, one option. And they gave it to you. They gave it to me but they said, oh, Send us your SAT scores. Gotcha. I was 40 points short. Of qualification. Of their qualification. Really? So they had to take it back. It was like, that was the, I took it four times, Brian. I, I just wanted to get tested. I wasn't, I wasn't the best tester. <laughs> I, I couldn't crack the thousands. I, right, just right. I was like, they were like, what do you put your mm-hmm. cup on? I'm like, the table. They're like, no, a coaster. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, we put it on the table. So I came up 40 points short. And I didn't have any fallback plans. Right, that was My it. parents didn't really, uh, we never talked about money. And so I went on this rigorous looking with scholarships. Gotcha. Then I started getting scholarships for academics. I was like, oh, you can get scholarships for good grades. Right. Then I got a few more band scholarships. I was playing baseball. Okay. I got a scholarship playing baseball. Gotcha. It was a it was a Division three school. But hey, it's free money. Free money is free money. Right. And we need to let them know that, man. Just it's free money. Scholarships you can't. Yeah, for sure. And so, but the idea was, okay, we know what the the college tuition bill. Let me try to get all the money I can. Okay. And I teach people this simple formula: GM plus OM plus YM is how you pay for a college. GM plus OM plus YM. GM is the government's money. Yes, sir. Let's find this free financial money out here from the government. There. Right? So we got FAFSA, right? Applying for FAFSA, doing what needs to be done to get the government's money. GM. You know what is FAFSA real quick? Is that, can you... Free application. No, you don't need this. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know. Hey, don't think I know. I got an agent. I know, I know, okay, I know. Right? Yeah. So FAFSA. All these, all these acronyms. Yeah, FAFSA is the free application of federal student aid. Okay. And it's a form that every student and parent has to complete every single year they're in college. Okay. And it's simply a form that once you complete it, they look at, you know, your parents' money and financials and everything. Okay. And the government will tell you what free aid is out there for you. Gotcha. Okay. okay. So it's an application, and the government lets you know how much money is out there. So the government... Y'all don't know got the biggest account in the world <laughs> right. because of our tax dollars. Right. So we're going to start with GM. Now, what's GM. the next M? GM plus OM. Okay. Other o- people. Other people's other money. Other people's money. Other people's money, right? Okay. So other people's money come in, in two forms. Other people's money, scholarships that you don't have to pay back, or student loans that you do that have to pay back. Other people's money. Other people's money, period. Right. Okay. So I push, let's go find other people's money that we don't have to pay back. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, I show people 7.25 different places to locate. Of course. Like looking in your backyard, looking local, looking in your, in your, in your high school, in your city, looking at the colleges, looking, uh, looking at, you know, with alumni, looking on Google, hashtagging. Like there's a lot of different ways you can do this. Okay. So you want to GM plus OM, other people's money. Okay. And then the last one. And the last part is YM. 
your money. Your money. Okay. And this is why I, I, I fell in love with the work that you do is because people don't have a strategy right, to get on how to use their money mm. to be able to add into this equation. Gotcha. So it's an additive equation. Government's money, other people's money, or your money. Gotcha. And sometimes, you know, people's bank account don't look the way they want it to, so they don't have a lot of your money. money right. That, that last one is tough. <laughs> it was just tough, right? Right. And if they don't do the work to get other people's money in the form of scholarships, then now they're looking at other people's money in the form of student loans. Student loans, gotcha. And student loan debt, bro, is one of the biggest crutches. <laughs> bro, forever. forever. Forever, ever. Like, one thing people don't realize with a student loan, you know, we had the housing crisis a few years ago, and people were able to file bankruptcy yep. or foreclose on a home. I know that, boy. But you can't foreclose on a student loan. That is nuts. So, so Candace, let me ask you this. So basically, now we're getting into a direction. Mm -hmm. That was my other question. <laughs> Am I basically, how do you feel about if I sign up for college and mm -hmm. everything is a student loan, mm -hmm. I'm starting behind. Is that, is that part of your belief system? Am I accurate? I'm, I'm starting behind. These are stuck with me for life. A bankruptcy can't get rid of them. I'm going to get a job possibly that mm -hmm. I can't afford to pay back mm -hmm. the student loans that got me the job I got. Mm -hmm. Am I heading down the wrong road? So I wouldn't have said this years ago, you know. Yeah. So, I, you know, a little age, a little wisdom. Maturity, yeah. Right. College, big business. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Big business. Fact, yeah. And so the idea is you take out a loan, let's say it's about $40,000, $50,000 to go to college for one year. You went there four or five years, so we had $200,000, $250,000. You got a student loan debt, all right? Let's say you pay off half of it. Let's say $150,000 to $100,000. You graduate. You find a job. Right. Your job paying you $45,000. $45, yeah. We're not talking about, so your job, your living expenses, your house, Net your car, versus stuff gross. like that, boom, yeah. boom, 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 taxes. Oh, but you didn't equate. You still got to pay that student loan debt. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Student loan debt, it kicks in. You got to pay it back. As soon as you turn that tassel after yep. graduation. Yep. Sally may say, hey. Let me holler at you. I mean, as soon. As soon. When I got off stage, <laughs> 1997, Morehouse College, it seemed like when I threw my hat up and got home and checked the mail, they were like, uh-huh. Let me get that. Really? Mm -hmm. You done? I'm like, yeah. All right. Well, we need, we need that. Right. And I think I the mean, thing about soon. it is soon, but I don't think we talk about having a real strategy to consider a real career that's making a real salary. As opposed to just going to school just because mm -hmm. and having an expensive lesson in networking. Right. Because some people justify it and say, well, mm -hmm. you know, you need to go to college. And I'm not, I'm not, right. I'm not giving you pro-college, mm -hmm. anti-college. I'm just saying some people justify it by saying, you know, you need to go to college to learn to network with others and this and that. I'm like, well, I'm... A professional networker, and uh, it didn't right. cost me that much. But here's the thing, Brian. With the work that you do, there's a whole strategy that we don't know. Right. Right. <laughs> that other people know. <laughs> okay. So now think about it. Help me understand what you mean. You can take out a student loan, use another investment that has a lower interest anyway. rate right. to pay the student loan off. Okay. Okay. Makes and, sense. And now, and now you use that money, which is going to grow for you, right? To pay that off. Here's one thing I learned learned at Lehigh. 
a lot of the students there, they would take out student loans on purpose because a student loan, you're borrowing somebody else's money. Correct. To get what you want to get. Correct. Then you have this interest bearing, right, investment. It grows four to five years faster than your student loan. So you put money in this investment as it grows 45 years faster. While you're in school? While you're in school. While you're in school. So now, by the time you flip the tassel and graduate. Take that investment money. And pay it out. Um, I'm working on a new program this year called uh, Bye Bye Student Loans. Okay, simple. <laughs> Just Bye Bye Student Loans. <laughs> okay. And it's so, like, here's one thing. Like, I have some training sessions. I have parents literally get on my calls and say, listen. <laughs> I need to get these scholarships because I don't want my baby to have student loans because yeah. I'm still paying Man, student no. loans. Ain't that crazy? So it's not, it becomes it's a generational yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Student loans aren't bad. It's having the right strategy, the right financial strategy to understand the stuff that people don't teach on money. Okay. How to use money. How to use home-based businesses. How to how to uh, use investments, how to understand how you, you put a little money here, let it work for you in the right account, then you can use that to fund some of the other things that you do. Okay, so the program that's out right now. It's all about name it again. other scholarship seekers reveal. What is, what is that going to teach you? All about finding other people's money that you don't have to pay back. The OM. The OM. Okay, then you got the, the uh, no, the GM first. Government's money. OM. Mm-hmm. And then your YM. Yep. And the equation equals what? However much money college? Pet cost you. Yeah. All right. So the current program is going to help you with the OM. Get other people's money. Other people's money. Because I believe working that. working on bye-bye. What? Bye-bye student loans. Bye-bye student loans. <laughs> bye -bye student loans. <laughs> Any projection on how long? Is it early stages? Is it almost ready? Um, probably mid-year. Probably August. Okay. You know, um, I've been thinking about this for years. Okay. And you can tell people just, hey, put money aside to pay off student loans. But I realize a lot of times people aren't making enough money to big, put aside, to put aside gotcha. right? Gotcha. And so what I'm going to do in Bye Bye Student Loans, we're going to have pulling some other financial strategies with this. Gotcha. So we can talk about, all right, cool, home-based business. We can talk about investments. We can talk about um, what type of accounts. Rather than just putting money in the savings account. Yeah. Put, High yield. High yeah. yield. We finally might be able to partner on that section. Man. That's, bro, that's like all the years you and I have been talking. I got. That's what. 1.25 reasons. Right. That's like that. That was the big thing. You know, I've been hearing, you know, the stuff that you do. I'm like, hey, how can I use this? Yeah. In a right way to educate people. Gotcha. For a bigger problem. And Absolutely. the bigger problem is the student loan debt. That's nuts, man. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me ask you this, because, man, we got I, I could talk to you forever. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to do part two, right? right? So how did you transition from NASA mm -hmm. and, all, and the masters and all that mm -hmm. stuff to become an entrepreneur that's so good at what you do, man? Yep. Like, Kansas is very humble, man. Mm -hmm. If y'all go to his house and see it set up, I'll be borrowing ideas. He got the studio <laughs> there. He got the, the red table he mm -hmm. had. He had the umbrella lights. Mm -hmm. He got the three cameras. He got the, he, you, you know about technology, mm -hmm. man. You, you, you're an you and Steve Jobs used to be best friends. <laughs> you know, uh, you got every Apple product. How did you transition right. to this online world mm -hmm. from uh, college? Like, yep. what, what yep. was the entrepreneurial journey like? So, after working for NASA for many years, um, I also, after NASA, I started developing contact lenses. What damn, Kansas? Yeah, for a company called Cibervision, right? You develop contact lenses? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> no, that's easy. I mean, it was, oh, plastics. 
Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so y'all didn't think I put that together. The, put black, together. the, uh, the poly? Your polymer. So you got polymers, polymers for aircraft. Right. And then now polymers for the eye. So you, you developed contact lens. I was working with a company that developed contact lens. Okay. But my name is associated with a few products that are on the market. Get out. Yeah. Any royalties? Let me tell you something. I wish. You knew now, right? <laughs> if, bro, if I wish. Right. Every time somebody bought an AccuView. What? Yeah, but, but it's actually SebaVision. So that was okay. like AccuView was just, just was competitive. Competition. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. So uh, I work with um, people who have astigmatism, toric lenses, daily wear lenses, and even a few solutions. So okay. they're still on the market now. Okay. However, when I was working uh, at SebaVision, let me just call it what it is. I got laid off. Okay. <laughs> now, here's the crazy thing, Brian. I got laid off my first job, too. No, so I had been there like eight years. Oh, okay. I had just created two new products the last year, the previous year. Gotcha. So I was doing good. Good, yeah, yeah. And this is one of those moments where I felt like God stepped in because sometimes you can be in corporate America and you praying about making that transition. Yeah. And uh, I started speaking part-time. Because people ask me to come to their schools, talk about academic success, talk about scholarships, talk about STEM stuff part, as a part-time speaker. Gotcha. Okay. And my part-time calendar started getting full, and now I'm trying to manage this whole situation. <laughs> right. Bro, Good. I remember August 8th of 2008. 08, 08, 08. Really? Here's a scenario, Brian. Eight is the number of, I think, completion or something. Or is it com completion or new beginning? Something new I don't know. Beginning. One, what, seven right? is new beginnings. Eight is completion. Okay, yep, yep, yep. So on that day, I had ran out of vacation days. I think I had like 17 vacation days that year. I was using my vacation days to speak part-time. So you used them up. Right, used them up. They're gone. August, what happens in August? Schools. School, school back in session. Back in session. Back, in, back to school. Brian. I had a full week of engagements. I'm trying to figure out on August 8th of 08 how to go to my boss. Man, I'm trying not to lie. I think I'm sick. He's going to see you speaking. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? And so I'm trying to, I'm, I'm really trying to come up with the, I'm praying about like, what should I do? Okay. I walk into this meeting, bro, and they let me go. Dude. Without, I, without you having to ask for it. They gave now, it to you. Now, here's the crazy thing. So, I'm a praying man, right? I believe God. I have been praying about this. And if I ain't never, ever heard from God. <laughs> today is the day. Hold up. No, but I, I kid you not. So, I woke up. I had my morning devotion. And I clearly heard God say, rejoice today. Really? It was like. Christopher. Rejoice today. I didn't understand it. Right. And, and also, this day. I decided not to drive my car 45 minutes to work. You rode Martyr. I dropped on Martyr to got to that commuter rail that go up to Gwinnett County. Okay. Which dropped me off right there and work. Okay. I'm like, oh, these 90 miles driving, I'll be yeah, tired. Yeah. So I didn't drive that day. I was trying to, in the ideal, come up with more vacation days, get off of these engagements. I walk into this meeting. My boss wasn't there. It was um, this other guy and human resources. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> huh, what's going this on? This don't look right. Well, like, what's going on? And they said, Cantus, um, we're, we're deciding to do some transition. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, okay. Uh, we're deciding to uh, let you go. Brian, check this out. When they said that, bro, everything that I've been praying for, 
everything I felt like God had said to me, the things I've been planning, it all came in that one moment. I bust out laughing. Really? Like, <laughs> in front like, of him? Yes. <laughs> but it was like, it was like, revel- like you know you have this personal moment yeah, 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 and yeah, it like yeah. all comes together? Yeah, right there. And Brian, they slid me this red folder. They was like, Cantus, we know you've done some great things and boom, 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 boom. And you know, the, the uh, I, can I say Negro? Yeah. Okay. I mean, so the Negro in me was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> Y'all firing me? And I was like, after this moment of like, voila, because I was like, if I'm not working, hey, hey, I can hey, do the engagements hey, next right, week. That's right. Right? I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all let me go? I, then I got kind of like, how you let me go? I just <laughs> created this. Mixed emotion. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And doing the mixed emotion, Brian, they slid me this red folder. And it was like, we're going to continue to pay you your salary for the next 21 weeks. I was like, hold on, you let me go, and... Wait, you... 21 weeks, that's half the year. That's almost half the year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I'm like, what? I'd have got out of the past. Are we, are we done? <laughs> so I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, what just happened? What just happened? And, bro, that day, August 8th of 0808, I haven't worked a day of my life since then. Get out of here, man. It's been one of those things now where I felt like I've been ushered to do the thing that I've been called. That's it. You know, and so since that time period, speaking at schools, speaking at colleges, speaking locally, speaking internationally, creating books, creating courses, set up my office to do the, that's the nerd in me. Yeah, right? I love the, it, man. the tech stuff, the virtual stuff. And yeah. at the end of the day, it all boils down to, all right, now I can take my mess, turn it into a message. A message. That's right. But also now, let me help the old version of Cantus. Stop. Don't kill me. We're going to resume the episode, but I got to pay some bills. You want the show to stick around, right? Listen, this segment was sponsored by Monetize Your Message. That's where I show you how to turn life's tribulations into celebrations. Let's face it. We've all been through some stuff, some very traumatic. But the difference is you're making your life, which is the asset, become an investment, which is your story. And we take that story and turn it into a message and we help people who've been through similar situations. Visit howtomonetizeyourmessage.com because your story belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. Now enjoy the remainder of this episode. Middle-class students and parents, people who are interested in STEM, people who are interested in business, just like all of that now, is that I can just freely be who I am and just be a servant to come out here and just serve people. Well, that's, bruh. And I'm going to talk about two things before we mm-hmm. go. One, when I throw these cards sometimes, they mm-hmm. go into the water. Mm-hmm. So can somebody get it while it's close? Can somebody get that net and get him? <laughs> right there. Yeah, it's a net. It's a net. So we're going to get the cards sometimes. Uh-huh. I can't, I can't, I can't litter. <laughs> All right. So, but STEM, mm-hmm. uh, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know Dr. Calvin Mackey? Yes. And the work he's done, you mm-hmm. know him personally? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, man. Yep. Uh, yep. So we met he, years ago. He's, the, like, he's really pioneering this thing. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's doing, doing a great, great job. Because yeah. he was at Morehouse. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. why I met him some years ago when I was in a yeah. um, uh, summer program. But uh, yeah, like there are, in that realm, there are so many opportunities out here that jobs, but we don't have enough Minority men and I was women. Ask you, why don't we? Yeah, that's because, the, it has to like we have to sell it to our people. 
We that miss, too. What, was it rap and football and basketball and that's it? Why, why, why aren't our people more into STEM? Because it starts early on. Okay. You remember in elementary school and middle school, based on your grades, they would put you on a different track. That's right. Right? Right. And if people were not good in math and science, they would put, this on, put them on this other track. Gotcha. Okay. Right? Okay. So when you graduate from high school. You already been, your trajectory been kind of set. Be kind of set. Yeah, okay, got But you. if you're on the right track, now you have the prerequisites out of high school to get into college. Got you. I got you. Right? So you're saying it starts early. It starts early. Got you. Right? And got so it. now, uh, the idea now is what we've been doing is going into schools, showing teachers. Check this out, Brian. Most teachers that teach STEM don't even have a STEM degree. I can believe that because most people that teach business don't own one. And right. most your professors that teach finance ain't got none. Yep. And most of your teachers mm-hmm. that teach accounting can't count. Yep. I can believe it. Yep. Most brokers are broke. But don't, get, <laughs> but don't get me started. That's just, that's just another story. <laughs> right. But yeah. so we, yeah. go, we go in and we change the how teachers teach, right? Okay. Traditionally, we taught learn math, learn the chemistry, learn trigonometry, learn, learn this, learn this, right? Versus saying, hey, let's take this phone. How does Siri work? Gotcha. Let's gotcha. take yeah. let's take this boat. Yeah. Right. How, is it, How does the boat work? Why is it floating or whatever? Right. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. we take the the concept that we can all see. Yeah. And then now turn those into unique learning experiences. Gotcha. And then now we learn the foundation of math and science. So let's take sure. like you know when guys or women they dye their hair. Yeah. That's STEM. That's them. Right. We don't look at it that way, but that's them. Right. That's definitely some science going on. Right. When you don't get into your car and drive. Then die and then your hair fall out. That's them. because you didn't know STEM. Right. When you brush your teeth. That's them. That's them. Right. When you go to sleep and you wake up. That's them. <laughs> that's them. Everything is STEM. Everything is STEM. And so right. my whole thing is that STEM is everywhere. And so now showing students how to learn it, how to love it, and how to live it. And then also showing teachers how to better teach it to their students and connect with them to be able to get the outcomes that they want. All right, so, all right, all right. One and a half mm-hmm. more questions that we mm-hmm. got. 1.25 mm-hmm. more questions. That's fine. All right. I, I, I'm the seven-figure framework designer. Mm-hmm. I'm a bad boy. Mm-hmm. I know how to take complicated stuff, mm-hmm. make it simple, mm-hmm. and then show people how to monetize their message using these frameworks. Yep. You got a 7.25 framework. Mm-hmm. If we got time, mm-hmm. give us any one of them, mm-hmm. seven of them. And when you get to the 0.25, Mm-hmm. I feel like I mean, you, you know, <laughs> how, how do you how do you how do you get somebody a point a quarter of a step? Like, right. Give me right. help me understand seven point two five because when I write my frameworks, they got to be whole. Mm-hmm. How does the point two five work in the framework? It's just eight. You round up. Yeah, it's just eight. <laughs> Honestly, it's like uh, Honestly, Brian, I round up. Right, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all that I have. <laughs> I can't give you ten points. Okay, but I'm gonna give you seven point two five. Yeah, you know, and so it's like. If it's 7.25 steps to better grades, like study skills, right? Right. So I have this thing, a study skills um, program. I, I train people that your study skills become your study habits. That's right. Cool, yeah. right? Yeah. And then we I have. I one like don't lay down, don't lay down in the bed. Right. Don't read while you're laying down because you're going to fall asleep. I remember. Yeah, like the yeah, bed made like for sleeping. The bed made for sleeping. The bed made for sleeping, right? Right. Uh, 7.25 places to look to identify other people's money. And then uh, the cool thing about it, man, is that I've had an opportunity to work with uh, Dr. Eric Thomas. Yes. Number one motivational speaker in the world. And some kind of way, he is, he wanted me to oversee his speakers program. Okay. And um, probably the last seven years now, 
we've been helping other speakers learn how to clarify their message, learn how to use their voice, their experiences, their expertise to go out here and create online programs, on stage presentations, mm -hmm. seminars, workshops, turn that into a book, turn that into a course. And um, will you come speak to my students? Of course. All the time. Because honestly, man, when uh -huh. I put my mastermind together, I said, I got some of the dopest speakers in the world, and y'all gonna learn from them. Mm -hmm. And I'd already wrote your name down. So you kind of cool. have to do it, because when you put it on paper, it has I was to done happen. anytime. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> I'm how you gonna speak to my people too. Yeah, for <laughs> right? sure. So let me ask you this mm -hmm. before we mm -hmm. go. You said you're here to serve and help people. Yep. I don't want to ask you something. I want to tell you something. Mm -hmm. You, to this day, gave me one of the best gifts of my life, and I never forgot it. What was that? You don't remember, man. Father's Day tribute. Cantus put together. Oh, wow. He went behind my back on Father's Day. This was had to be maybe eight to ten years ago. Mm -hmm. He went behind my back on Father's Day and interviewed people in my circle and put together a trailer set to music with all my friends and family members and, and, and our business partners and mm -hmm. colleagues and associates wishing me a happy Father's Day. To this day, man, wow. on Father's Day, I think about a gift that you gave me. I will never, ever forget that. So when he says he's giving and, and he's here to serve mm -hmm. and, and, you know, brothers usually don't do stuff like that. We yeah. just got to, you know, we don't support each other. I'm glad to hear, man, in this interview, twice we talked about collabing. Let's do mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I'll speak to your students. You mm -hmm. speak to mine. And, man, when you get to that OPM and, or bye-bye student loan. <laughs> I don't know. Believe me, I've been thinking I, about this for, like, seven, eight years because, yeah. like, the stuff that you teach, people need to understand it. Yes, sir. They need to know that two, four, three, and the three, two, and oh, all your numbers. Know, about you know. that money, man. <laughs> Let's have a nothing but money segment. Right. Um, so, no, nah, man, I wanted to let you know, man, that gift you gave me to this day. Wow. Like, I, I forgot all about that. I look yeah. at it on Father's Day. I think about you, man. And it was just one of the best things that ever happened to me. And because it's, I mean, it's so it's so dope that, you know how you sometimes merge uh, hard drives or whatever? Mm -hmm. I make sure that that video, if something happened to this hard drive, I, I, got, it on, I got it on 10 things. Nothing wow. happened to that video. Wow. That's, that's just the wow. dopest thing, man. So, hey, he's real. Mm -hmm. He's here. I'm glad you came to the podcast, man, mm -hmm. on such short notice. Uh, where can everybody find you? Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Give me your handles. Everything is my name. Okay. Cantus Simmons, K-A-N-T-I-S Simmons. Uh, you can Google that, CantusSimmons.com, IG Cantus Simmons, Facebook Cantus Simmons. I ain't got with that TikTok yet. I'm still, I'm trying, still to, trying to figure out what I'm going to get mine in, 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 but, but we got to get on it, Kathy. We, we got to get what on it. What I do brother, know you is know. you can strip some audio voice and you put your voice. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's, it's slick. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, it's we doing it. We on YouTube, Cantor Simmons. You know, right. so. And, um, hey, man, hey man, for him coming to the podcast, he's going to give our listeners a coupon code where y'all can mm -hmm. check in. The scholarship program is called? Scholarship Secrets Revealed. Uh, you can go to scholarships revealed, excuse me, scholarship secrets revealed course .com. Uh I guess Brian will put it there. We'll put it there, yeah. Uh, can I give your people a little discount? Yeah, what's the discount code? Put it in the description and uh, your people can get access to it. How about we go with Pond? Can we, go, can we do Pondcast? That's fine, yeah. Let's, Let's do P-O-N-D-Cast. P-O-N-D-Cast. I'll make sure when I get to the house, I'll set it up. Set it up, man. Much love, man. Thank this you, This is Panther Simmons. I appreciate you for coming, man. One of the smartest dudes I know, but also one of the most giving, man. Hey, it's a great day to change lives, man. Monetize your message. Everybody's been through something, trials and tribulations. We're going to turn them into celebrations. Thank you for watching another episode of the Instincts Podcast. Get out there and change lives. Good stuff, man. Thank you, man. Bro, that's, it's easy to talk to. Bro. 
I'm waiting to get challenged by somebody I don't know. So when they ask me something, I'll be like, huh? 